Hey, it's Mark Harbert, and you've just tuned in to the Fearless Influencer Podcast. Get ready for turbocharged tips and insider secrets from today's online rock stars. Strap in, because this episode is about to take off. In this video, we are going to talk about four proven ways to crush the no money objection and help your prospects join you in whatever your program is. So one of the top reasons people don't join things is typically the objection of, I have no money. And I've seen this in all kinds of scenarios. I've seen it in network marketing, affiliate marketing, sales, course sales, high ticket coaching, you name it. This is one of those objections that always seem to come up. And so I thought it would be a good idea to give you a couple of ways that you can handle that objection how you can take that objection and maybe turn it around, how you can help that person to figure out how to put the money together. It is one of those common issues. And one of the things that we want to understand when we're talking with prospects or working with prospects is always to be compassionate and sympathetic. I am not one of those hardcore closer guys. I am about trying to help people make positive decisions. So I like to approach things from the idea of putting myself in their shoes. However, I also understand and I know that human psychology is a lot of people will try to avoid making a, a decision. And I am looking for people to make a decision one way or the other. And for me, I prefer that they either come with a yes or a no, because I don't want to spend my time on people that are not interested in moving forward. And I know you don't either. And sometimes people, their intention is good. They're not really interested, but they also don't want to be rude. And most people I have found, they won't tell you really what it is that they, they want based upon the idea of, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be rude. I'm trying to be respectful. And so if you understand that, if you understand where the prospect is coming from, it's a lot easier to understand how to deal with this objection. So one of the first things, uh, I'm going to give you the four things that you can do to help them come up with money if they're struggling to join your program. But uh, it's first is understanding like getting to the core heart of the issue. And you do that by speaking directly to uh, the heart of it. And this question I think has helped me in many ways get to the heart of the issue. So when somebody comes up with the no money objection to join your program or your course or your coaching or whatever it might be, the first thing you can say to them is, okay, I can appreciate that, but would you mind if I ask you one question? And of course, they're going to say yes. Say, are you telling me that you don't have money because you're really not interested and you don't want to hurt my feelings? Or is it that you really just don't have the money? And I will tell you that is an out for them right there because you're giving them an out basically that, Hey, if you're really not interested, what you're saying is I would just prefer that you tell me you're not interested and that's okay. And you can reiterate that because if people have no interest, I'd rather get right to that than wasting my time trying to figure something else out. So if they then come back and say, no, I'm actually really interested in your program. I'm just not sure how I can pay for it at this time. So one of the things that I came up with is four ways that you can help people to come up with some quick money if they have the real desire to join your program. So let's go ahead 
And we'll dive into this because this is a very common objection. Everybody comes up against this, again, no matter what it is that you're selling. We'll talk about it. But the first one is, I like to say, clean your house, (laughs) okay? And I don't mean clean your house, get the vacuum out and mop the floor and things like that. I'm talking about, you can say to your prospect, okay, so here's what we need. Let's say we need $500. What do you have in your house that you can sell and come up with the $500? Most of us have things in our house that we no longer use that we're holding on to and that we don't realize that is actually a lot of of money on the table and your prospects are the same way. So one of the things that you can do is you can ask them, what do you have around your house that is of value that you're not willing to necessarily hold on to anymore that you might be able to sell and get some money for that? One of the things that I know for myself that if I really wanted to get out there and make a little bit of extra cash, I literally have in my closet right over here, I have probably about four or five iPhones from previous years, like an iPhone 11, an iPhone 8, an iPhone 7. I have a bunch of my old phones sitting in my closet. The reality of it is if you go over to eBay and you look up some of these phones, I probably have $800 to $1,000 worth of phones literally sitting in my closet. If I really wanted to take the time, which right now I don't want to, I could sell those. How many other people do you think have old phones that they could sell? There's a lot of people out there willing to buy some of these older phones. It's one of the great ways that people can go out there and make some extra cash. Put it up on eBay. You'd be surprised. Some of these older phones are selling for $100 or $200 on eBay. And it may only be a couple years old. Some people don't want to go buy a brand new iPhone for $1,100, $1,200, you see? So this is a great way for people to sell things and offload some of the stuff that's around their house and actually make some extra cash in order to join you in your opportunity. So this is something that you can use to help people when it comes to putting money together to join you in whatever program it is that you're promoting, okay? So that's the first one. Look around the house. What else do you have that you can sell? And I'm telling you, it'll be a great way for people to join you and give your product, your prospect a solution because it's very easy for us to just walk away and go, oh, and I've done it before where it's like, oh, if they're going to constantly say, I don't have the money, I don't have the money. Maybe it's not somebody I want to work with. And that may be true, but if somebody genuinely wants to and they see your program as something that's beneficial to them then it behooves you to help them figure it out. All right, so let's talk about number two. This is another way for people to make money, and uh, I believe it's a great way to do it. Uber and Lyft, okay? (laughs) A lot of people don't realize that ride sharing is a big deal today, okay? In the last two months, I've literally traveled to three events, and I've used Uber and Lyft several times. And every time that I go on a drive, I always tip my driver. I always give them a nice tip, especially if they're great talk. And almost 99% of the majority of the people that I ride with, that I get a ride from, are super nice people. And it always wants, it, it, it prompts me to give them a great tip. But this is a great way for you to make some money also if you are looking for a way to make money or your prospects are. So suggest that to your prospects. Have you ever considered driving for Uber or Lyft? This is a great way to make some money. 
give people, they go out, they can get started. Obviously, they have to go through their startup process, but that is a great way to do it. And it's really working on your terms when you want to work, whenever you want to work. And that's the great flexibility of that. Okay. So that's solution number two for your prospects if they're looking for a way to join your program and they don't currently have the funds, but they are very interested. So give them that solution. Okay. This is, again, I want to continue to reiterate it's very important that you get to the heart of the matter before you start suggesting these things. Okay. If somebody is really not interested, don't waste your time trying to help them figure things out. So remember that question that I asked you at the beginning, or I, I gave you that you can ask them at the beginning is, you know, again, are you saying you're not interested because, are you saying you don't have the money because you're really not interested and you just don't want to hurt my feelings? That is what you need to get to. You got to get to the heart of the issue. And if they say, no, I'm actually really interested. I just don't have the money. Then you can start making these suggestions. I just want to reiterate that because it is a huge deal to keep you from wasting time. All right. So we've got two so far. Let's drive, go on to the number three. And that is food delivery. Okay. This is another one, something like DoorDash or Grubhub. Um, these are another great ways to earn some extra cash. Um, I actually had a client once who was doing DoorDash and that's how she was paying for coaching is doing DoorDash, going out, delivering food so that she could get the coaching that she wanted. And so that is a great way to pay for things to, if you're looking to fund your business and funds are tight, or you have a prospect that wants to join you, this is another great way to do it. So we've hit both angles, Uber and Lyft, and then also DoorDash. So take those into consideration because these can be great money earners as well. Okay. And so that's another one, DoorDashing, delivering food. And the fourth one, which I am a huge fan of, and this is a great way, especially for people when it comes to doing online marketing or network marketing. The other thing is, what skills do you have? So this is number four. What skills do you have that you can freelance your workout for? What is it that you do that other people would be willing to pay money for? In the early days of my business, I'm going to give you a huge tip here. Okay. And this is something you pass on to your prospects. Or if it just happens to be you right now, this might be a great idea for you. What skills do you have that you can charge for? Are you really good at building websites? Are you really good at putting a blog together? In the early days, when I was at a point where there was a time where I did not have a lot of money, okay? I did not have a lot of money to run my business. And so what I started doing was I started building blogs. But here's the kicker. I wasn't the actual one building the blogs. What I did was I would let somebody know that, hey, this is what I charge. I charge $1,500 or $2,000 to build a blog for you. And then I would outsource it to someone who was a lot better at design than I was. And I'd pay them $500 to $700 to do it for me. And then I earned the difference. See, so I was actually more like a general contractor and I was out there getting the work, but paying someone else to do it. Now, if you're, if you are really good at the, what it is that you're looking to accomplish or looking to sell, then you could probably do the work yourself and keep all the money. 
But the idea of it is all you need to have is a little bit of creative thinking. This can not only help you, but it can also help your prospects when you come up against the no money objection. See, if people are truly and they see what you're offering them as a vehicle to get where they want to go, if they see what you're offering them as a vehicle to reach their goals, to reach their dreams, their desires, whether it be, again, your program, your network marketing opportunity, if you're selling courses or coaching, whatever it is, if they see your program as that is what can help them get to the point that they want to get to, then it behooves you to have a list of ideas that can help you help them. That favorite line from Jerry Maguire, help me help you. And that's really what this is all about. You can say that to your prospects, help me help you. Okay. Because the goal is we want to help them get where they want to go. The greatest thing that you can do is serve others. Okay. That's the greatest thing you can do. So if you have all of these things thought through beforehand, you don't really have to come up with tricky responses and posture things that you say to people that trick them into buying what you have with minimal work. Okay. There's a lot of people out there that teach that stuff. I don't like it. I find it highly manipulative and I just don't dig it. I don't dig that kind of sales. I'm all about selling. I love selling. I think selling is one of the most honorable professions and ways to make money if you do it the right way. If you do it in a non-manipulative way, but with a genuine heart to serve people and help them get from point A to point B, then guess what? You're going to build a solid reputation for yourself. You're also going to build a loyal following of people that love you and trust you. And when you make recommendations to you, to them, they're going to be willing to buy because they know you're not feeding them bull. And this whole, let's just be honest, this entire, the internet is full of junk. Like it is full of it. It's out there. It's crazy. And there's so much lacking integrity out there. You can be one of those people that rise above all of that and always have your best interest, their best interests at heart. Okay. And that is ultimately what you want to do. All right. So I hope these helped you. Let's just quickly go over them one more time. So the first one is going to be clean house. Go around, check your house out. What can you sell? Remember the iPhone's a great way to do it. Probably several of us and several of your prospects have old iPhones or old phones that they can sell at a profit and make some money. You can absolutely do that. Number two is to do Lyft or Uber. This is a great way to make extra cash in your spare time, okay? And it's a great way to help fund your business if you have a goal of building something bigger. Number three is deliver food, things like DoorDash and Grubhub. You can sign up for those as well. Do it right in your local area and deliver food. It's a great way to make some extra cash. And then number four is become a freelancer. Outsource your work. What do you have? What skills do you have that can help somebody uh, online or whatever it may be, whatever your skills are? Okay, if you're good at graphic design, maybe offer some type of a package for of graphic design. Maybe you charge 200 bucks to do a series of graphics for people. Okay, maybe you're really strong at that. And maybe you're good at building websites. Maybe you're good at writing sales copy. Maybe you like to write emails and other people don't and you're willing to do, hey, I'll write five emails for you for $250 or something like that. These are things that you can do to really propel yourself, but also give these things to your prospects. So I hope you guys got value from this. If you did, do me a favor, share this. 
tag somebody and share the love. All right. So I appreciate you guys. Hope you, you got value from this and that this helps you some because really ultimately if I can help you help your prospects, that's ultimately what's going to help you get the results that you're looking for. You've been listening to the fearless influencer podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a positive review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. If you want more tips, tricks, and strategies to help you become a fearless influencer, be sure to visit my blog at markharbert.com and let's be sure to connect. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.